Is there something wrong? Warning. Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw, the Success Alchemist. On Twitter, at Coach Jan Shaw. On Truth Social, Success Alchemist. And on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 25th of March, 2023. And the title of today's show is World Revolution, Precedents Being Set, Deep State Panicking. So another jam-packed week of uh, news and all sorts of things going on. So a lot to cover in today's show, as usual. Um, talking about the key things that have happened this week, and I'm going to go into detail on these we have all this hoo-ha over Trump um, and this uh, grand jury in New York. We had him announce last week that he expected to be indicted on Tuesday. And of course, that never happened. And possibly because the deep state wanted this to be a surprise event. And because Trump let the cat out of the bag, they no longer could do it as a surprise. And I think they were also baiting Trump supporters to go and protest outside the Manhattan court. And they were going to, and actually did put in Antifa protesters posing as Trump supporters. And, you know, <laughs> Trump is baiting the deep state and they're falling for it. But the Trump supporters, they're not going to fall for this again. They knew that January 6th was a setup. So they're certainly not going to fall into another trap by the deep state to make it look like there's another January 6th insurrection. But hey-ho. And in terms of world revolution, we're seeing protests break out across the world, and particularly France, which um, I'm going to cover in more detail later. But I want to start with another Benjamin Fulford report. And I've covered his reports a couple of times, I decided to subscribe to his weekly report because he seemed to be giving a nice big picture coverage of it. Now, I know some people have their doubts about Benjamin Fulford, and indeed I did for some time. And we have to remember that not everybody gets everything 100% correct. I mean, even the White Hats put out some uh, misinformation just to fool the deep state. So, you know, again, I always say you have to be discerning. And you don't have to look at these people as gurus, which unfortunately a lot of people do. It's just like anything. I've always said, even with, you know, personal development and training horses, there are some great people out there and some things resonate and some things don't. So what do you do? You don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. You just cherry pick the things that do feel right to you and then just move on from the rest we don't need to cancel people just because we don't agree with absolutely everything they say so anyway that's my position regarding Ben Fulford and the same with any other journalistic sites that I use you know some things I don't resonate with at all so I just don't cover those so it uh, comes back to, as I say, that discernment, that intuition as to what you feel is a truthful report or a valid report. And of course, you know, we do try to validate these things with looking for various sources, but nobody can be 100% correct when we don't know really what the White Hats are really doing behind the scenes. Because if we knew the plan, 
that would expose it to the deep state and we can't risk that because that undermines the whole thing. It's just like the chess game that's being played, the 5D chess game. You don't tell your opponent every chess move you're going to make because they just have a way then of countering it and they end up with checkmate and you lose. So we have to remember that um, we're not privy to all the information about all the massive um, operations that are ongoing to take down this satanic um, cabal and deep state. So back to Ben Fulford's weekly report. This was published on the 20th and the title is First Ever World Revolution About to Liberate Humanity. What is happening now has never happened before in human history. We're witnessing the first ever world revolution, the riots in France, the U.S. military disobedience of fake President Joe Biden, the unification of the Muslim people, the collapse of Credit Suisse and many more events around the world are all interconnected signs of this. It is all part of the overthrow of a hidden ruling class that has presided over the planet for thousands, if not tens of thousands of years. The final result will be both mind-boggling and liberating for humanity and earth life in general. Before we go look at all the events unfolding, though, let us try to grasp the big picture. My former professor, Saadullah Gauzi, who was Afghanistan's ambassador to Japan before the Russians invaded his country, said the best way to understand international relations is to think of countries as individual people. So with that in mind, here is the big picture. An African, a Chinese, a European, an Indian and a Khazarian find themselves stranded on a deserted island. The Khazarian says to the African, you go and collect food, firewood and other resources. To the Chinese, he says, you make tools and build shelter and furniture for us. To the Indian, he says, you cook and clean and take care of the various chores. To the European, he says, you beat up the African, the Chinese and the Indian if they disobey. To all of them, he says, once you have finished your tasks, go collect seashells and shiny rocks for me. Then he says to the group, after you have prepared everything, I will take the best food and most comfortable furniture and give you what is left over. Then one night, while the Khazarian is asleep, the other individuals get together and say, the Khazarian does not do anything, so why should we work for him? To the European, the others say, he keeps you drugged and poisoned so that you obey him. If you work with us, we will help you detox, give you his seashell collection and make sure you get a bigger share of the food. So the next morning, the others tell the Khazarian he will have to work if he wants to keep eating and sharing the island with the others. When he tells the European to go beat the others up, he is rebuffed. He then threatens to poison everybody, blow up the island, etc. But it is a bluff, and basically he is going to have to either work or get thrown to the sharks. That, in essence, is what is happening in the world now. In the Middle East, for example, the various countries of the region, including Egypt, Turkey, Iran and Saudi Arabia, have decided to stop handing over their oil to the Khazarian Mafia in exchange for numbers on bank computers. That is why fake President Joe Biden has been forced to drain the strategic oil reserve. No wonder Musa Ibrahim, former spokesman for Muammar Gaddafi, said what is happening between Saudi Arabia and Iran under Chinese control is not a small thing. It is a change of international power. The same is happening with China and other Asian countries who are now demanding payment in real things like gold and physical products from the United States and other Western countries. In Africa, a large group of countries has asked for Russian help to stop the French Rothschilds, etc., from stealing their resources. This alliance between the Global South, the Global East and Western White Hats is leading to an implosion of the Western financial system and regime change in a variety of countries. The collapse of Credit Suisse is a reflection of this. Notice how none of the so-called mainstream news articles about Credit Suisse talk about the real reason why it's collapsing 
and why takeover by UBS and a swift government bailout will fail. Let there be no doubt it will fail and bring down with it the Federal Reserve Board, the BIS, the IMF, the World Bank, the UN, etc. The real story can be gleaned from in bits and pieces from news articles appearing here and there in the financial press. For example, as we noted in a previous report, the Perth Mint was caught selling 100 tonnes of impure gold to the Chinese. Now the London Metal Exchange has discovered bags of stones instead of the nickel that underpinned its contracts at a warehouse in Rotterdam. This is just the latest revelation that is destroying confidence in the embattled exchange. In Switzerland, the Geneva-based commodities trader Trafigura Group will take an almost half a billion dollar charge in the first half of 2023 after discovering that some nickel cargoes it bought didn't contain the metal they were supposed to. The recent discovery by the LME and the Swiss of rocks instead of nickel should only serve as another wake-up call that the supply of physical metal is extremely tight. If investors were to do the same due diligence on the COMEX, they would find an even worse fractional reserve system in the metals market. Note that almost half of all registered silver now sits in JP Morgan vaults, most likely for optics. So do not believe it when the Fed says they will create another $2 trillion to help the hundreds of banks that are sitting on massive unrealized losses. Supposedly, in order to prevent these banks from going under, the Fed invented a new facility they're calling the Bank Term Funding Program, or BTFP. The BTFP is really just an extraordinary lie designed to make you think that the banking system is safe. They might as well have called it Believe This Fiction People, a Mossad source says. The Federal Reserve is technically bankrupt. In 2023, the Fed will post its first annual operating loss of $80 billion since 1915. It will have a negative capital of $38 billion. This loss does not count the $1.3 trillion unrealized loss on its portfolio, CIA sources say. Now the central banks of Canada, England, Switzerland and the EU have announced dollar swaps will increase from weekly to daily. What this means is the big Kazarian mafia central banks will all be dump- pumping out dollars daily. In other words, the US corporation and their FRB intend to drag the EU, Switzerland, Canada and England central banks down with it. As the author of Creature from Jekyll Island notes about the FRB, it's a cartel, it's not a government agency. It has the appearance of it being a government agency. The UBS bailout is not only an attempt to stop dominoes from falling until the whole system crashes, but also to cover up other crimes, the head of MI6 says. The KM at Rothschild in Zug cannibalized Credit Suisse not so much for stability, but rather to absorb the accounts of money laundering by the European Union, DVD Dachau. This relates to the bribery connected to all the British Prime Ministers I fired for the Queen. The bribery also extends to most other so-called Western leaders. Oh, and by the way, the head of Credit Suisse is gender fluid, splitting his time 50-50 between Pippa and Philip while at work. A senior White Hat Alliance source says this financial crisis is what he meant by the Ides of March. This is it, and it is spreading around the world. The Federal Reserve is already set to be shuttered by June-July, and a new US dollar issued by the Treasury Department will be the replacement. It will be backed by gold, silver, oil and natural resources. Expect hyperinflation to start very soon. The financial crisis is leading to a political crisis in many countries, led by the French and followed closely by the Dutch and the Israelis. In France, President Emmanuel Macron shun the parliament to push the retirement age to 64 from 62, despite opinion polls suggesting anywhere between two-thirds to three-quarters of the French public are against this. What is not being said 
is Macron is being forced to squeeze money out of the French people in order to keep his Rothschild masters from going bankrupt. However, the French have figured this out. Paris is on fire right now with similar demonstrations taking place throughout the country. Also, Paris garbage collectors have been on strike for two weeks with piles of foul-smelling rubbish growing daily in the French capital. In a sign the French are becoming aware, a nationally broadcast TV show started talking about things like the elite using adrenochrome. The author, Gerard Foray, has written about massive consumption of drugs, mainly cocaine, sexual abuse, rape, pedophilia, child molestation, child trafficking, murders and assassinations by the elite. On TV, Foray claimed that several celebrities consume adrenochrome on a regular basis and named Celine Dion as a prime example. When Foray mentioned the name of France's President Emmanuel Macron, the TV interview was cut short. However, now French protesters are chanting, we beheaded King Louis XVI, we can do it with Macron. There is no doubt another French revolution is underway. In Holland, the Farmers' Protest Party has stunned Dutch politics by winning seats in provincial elections and becoming the largest party in the Upper House of Parliament. This is a huge defeat for Mark Rutte and his World Economic Forum puppet masters. Similar things can be seen with other WEF puppet leaders. In Canada, the traitor Justin Castrudeau cannot make a public appearance without attracting an angry mob. In Israel, Mossad workers and elite officers and soldiers who volunteer in military intelligence's special operations division and cyber warfare units are fighting against the attempt by Benjamin Netanyahu to turn that country into a satanic theocracy. Dan Halutz, the former IDF chief of staff, is among many calling for a war of liberation for the state of Israel. Opposition leader Yair Lapid tweeted, the government's incitement against the protest caused this. Violent thugs behaved wildly around the country. The Jewish people are about to be liberated from millennia of Babylonian slavery. In the US, meanwhile, the fake Joe Biden cannot appear in public either without shouts of let's go Brandon. The legendary investor Carl Icahn reflected the views of many pundits when he said in a recent TV interview, our system is breaking down. I think the whole, the whole economy is breaking down. The net worth of the median household is basically nothing. In the latest sign of societal collapse, a CNN reporter fell victim to a smash-and-grab robbery while reporting on San Francisco's rampant street crime. The situation is such that the highly respected Colonel Doug McGregor says he would be surprised if Biden is still in the White House in 90 days. Archbishop Carlo Vigano, the former Vatican ambassador to Washington, D.C., reflects a Christian revolt against the Western ruling class with his latest comments. The present crisis shows us the collapse of a corrupt West. The Russian Federation undeniably stands as the last bastion of civilization against barbarism and gathers around it all those nations that do not intend to submit to the colonization of NATO, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund and that heap of foundations that have as their purpose the indoctrination of the masses, the manipulation of information, the creation of coloured springs to destabilise governments legitimately elected and sow chaos, wars and misery as instrumentum regni. The theorists of this coup have names and faces starting with George Soros, Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. It is the kingdom of the Antichrist. The White Hats in the military and the agencies really are taking action now. The FBI, the Department of the Army Criminal Investigation Division, CID, and U.S. Marshal Service are working to bring indictments against Ralph Barrick, Anthony Fauci, and Peter Daszak, who collaborated to bring the COVID-19 global pandemic, genocide, and bioweapon against all of humanity. Over 40 million dead from the bioweapon vaccines. 
weaponized a common cold coronavirus that's been around for thousands of years. They spliced it with an HIV gene, making it very highly virulent, highly toxic and highly damaging. The fully vaccinated accounted for over nine in every 10 deaths associated with the virus, and mortality rates per 100,000 were lowest among the unvaccinated and highest among the vaccinated in every age group. The reason China suddenly ended its zero-COVID policy is because they found out PCR testing was a fraud and a giant bribery scheme aimed at destabilising the government. What is true of China is true of the rest of the world. The cornered KM rats are fighting desperately to avoid jail or worse by spitting out threats and trying to assassinate in all directions. For example, the head of MI6 reports, the room where I normally read was blown up, the whole place in bits. I had to take all of the collapsed ceiling away. It was a bomb site. MI6 will respond accordingly with full thermonuclear. All corners of the country will be involved. Now we have the Pentagon threatening terrorist attacks against Europe and Asia, as this report shows. Army General Michael Carrilla, who leads U.S. Central Command, told the Senate Armed Services Committee that the Islamic State's Khorasan province, commonly referred to as ISIS-K, is rapidly developing the ability to conduct external operations in Europe and Asia. Since everybody who is even slightly aware knows ISIS is a KM creation, it is clear General Carrilla needs to be arrested. And there's a screenshot of a newspaper report, ISIS in Afghanistan capable of foreign attacks in six months, CENTCOM commander says. In addition to threatening terror attacks, the KM and their fake law enforcement agencies like the International Criminal Court, ICC, are filing war crimes charges against Russian President Vladimir Putin, threatening to arrest US President Donald Trump, etc. And House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, puts out a truth. Here we go again, an outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance against President Trump. I'm directing relevant committees to immediately investigate if federal funds are being used to subvert our democracy by interfering in elections with politically motivated prosecutions. And this, of course, relates to the Stormy Daniels hush money case. And Trump truths, it's time we are a nation in steep decline being led into World War Three by a crooked politician who doesn't even know he's alive, but who is surrounded by evil and sinister people who, based on their actions on defunding the police, destroying our military, open borders, no voter ID, inflation, rising taxes and much more, can only hate our now failing USA. We just can't allow this anymore. They're killing our nation as we sit back and watch. We must save America. Protest, protest, protest. And then a second one, now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former President of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest. Take our nation back. Now the KM are coming out of the closet about Ukraine too. Jen Stoltenberg, the head of NATO, now says the war started in 2014. And there's a post by Tench Cox. I don't know where it, what platform it's from. Wait, what? Did she just say that Canada has been training Ukrainian soldiers since 2015? This goes to show how they have been planning this war since the 2014 CIA-engineered coup in Ukraine. Everything Putin has been saying is finally getting confirmed. 
All of them prefer to ignore the brutal violence against innocent civilian population and unarmed and wounded prisoners of war, the use of prohibited warfare methods, says Gennady Gatilov, Russia's representative to the UN Geneva office. The Russians are taking their own actions. For example, Moscow has set a $15 million bounty for Italian defence minister's head. That's just the tip of the iceberg as Russian special forces intensify their hunt of KM Nazi war criminals around the world. Speaking about hunted war criminals, last week the Trilateral Commission, set up by David Rockefeller and now headed by his son Junior, had a meeting in New Delhi, India, where they tried and failed to get Prime Minister Narendra Modi's support for their sinking rules-based world order. One of the featured speakers at this meeting was Megan O'Sullivan, the North American chair of the Trilateral Commission. She has failed to respond to public accusations she was involved in the murder of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. If she is still in India, we would like to request that Indian authorities arrest her. We would also like Lawrence Spellman Rockefeller to prove he is now with the White Hats and go public with what he knows about the Project Bluebeam fake alien invasion plan. And then he ends the article in the usual way of including some videos of uh, UFO sightings. So I want to go on to getting Q News Patriots' uh, view of what's happening in the world. And this was uh, audio number 45 that was recorded on the same day as Benjamin Fulford's article, the 20th of March. And I'm just going to cover some of the key points from this. It's not the whole uh, recording. You can find that on Rumble, actually. The arrest stroke indictment of Trump would set a precedent that all previous presidents, officials and heads of state could be arrested or indicted for their criminal activity. And he makes the comment the storm could be beginning with someone named Stormy, of course, uh, referring to the Stormy Daniels case I just mentioned. If the arrest happens, it is an excellent play, military move to entrap the enemy and purge the system. And he refers to a couple of cue drops from the 21st of March 2018. So roughly a delta here. Uh, actually, one's from 2018, and it refers to enjoy the show, expect a lot more panic, Q. And then one from 2020, there's a link to a YouTube video, and it says do not fear. So I think we're being told to buckle up and be ready for some interesting developments. S.G. Anon, who of course is Q News Patriot, believes we are about to see exposure of the Clinton crime machine connected to the Soros crime machine and Obama. Obama privately has been, take, has been dealt with. What they've done must be revealed. Clinton's and Clinton Foundation stroke global initiative are the face of some of the worst child trafficking and child sex crimes that have ever happened in the history of the world. They are the face of the worst levels of depravity, complete injustice, as Donald Trump has highlighted many times. Most of the US population is aware that Hillary Clinton is simply out for herself and doesn't care about anyone. We know that Clinton and a lot of other people have been dealt with. Normies are seeing a highlighting of the two-tiered justice system and also a preview of what's going to happen to, quote, individuals involved in other areas, end quote, referring to what he said earlier about heads of state and so on. The Clinton crime machine is coming to the forefront. It will be prosecuted for paying off women and paying for human and child trafficking. They will be exposed and prosecuted publicly. They will not escape. Hillary and Chelsea and a couple of others are already gone, replaced by doubles and or actors. They were too dangerous to be left alive. The optics of Trump's indictment are setting up the exposure of the Washington, D.C. Clinton crime syndicate. The full share of what's going to happen to Obama, Hillary and others around the world. 
For example, Bill Gates tied to Marina Abramovich, Soros and Schwab. Southern District of New York is key, overseeing the Sam Bankman-Fried J.P. Morgan fiasco that will rock the entire financial world. The takedown must be legal. We are aligned with the art of war. An uncertain period is coming that we have to walk through. This operation is about taking out the very deep black sites and setting up the world for massive disclosure. Aliens and other sentient beings involved with the military, technology and NASA, the biggest money laundering machine. We are going to see much more of this child trafficking slavery networks and the military industrial complex's role in enabling and protecting those networks. Nobody escapes. We are seeing an escalation behind the scenes at a very intense level. Donald Trump optics in the USA and the world are breaking the liberal mind control and setting us up for incredible military strategy going forward. Kinetic operations with Russia and China related to Taiwan, operations kicking off with the Russian invasion of the rest of Ukraine, very specific and surgical with the capture and control of Bakhmut, which is central over a number of deep underground military bases, deep underground labs and biolabs, child torture dens and other things. The White Hats with Russia are being very careful so as not to release a bio-agent and to prevent the murder of hostages and so on. Russia and China are preparing to align with one another. We will see a very powerful alignment from Putin with Xi and support for the reunification with Taiwan. And we've actually seen that happen this week. Trump approved this last September, October, at one of his rallies. He said China with Taiwan will be next. We have approval from the White Hat side of the US military. We're seeing interagency cooperation with China and Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Iran, the Kingdom of Jordan and South Africa. All are aligning with one another in various ways. We're bringing trade into the mix, military cooperation. It's important to see the interrelationships in what is happening and the strategic timing of the various events. We are taking the next steps and Trump said this is the final battle. Over the next few weeks and months, we are going to see events in this world that have not been experienced before. We are winning. Prepare, but not out of fear. These people will be annihilated when this process is over. All their black sites, island torture den- dens, advanced hidden weaponry, munitions, technology and wealth that they've stolen from us over the centuries. We will claim it all back and introduce it to the world. We will undo what they've done and we are marching toward victory. Don't worry or fear. We are destroying the infrastructure of death and evil that they have built around this world right under our noses. This couldn't be a better time to be alive. We will walk the line with Donald J. Trump no matter what. He is willing on our behalf to be arrested, labelled a criminal, even shot, as he said today, that was March 22nd, actually, because of his faith, and we must have faith, too, in our victory. We were called to this because we are patriots for people everywhere. Be proud and encouraged. We are brave and resolute. Know that patriots are in control of key sectors and that the White Hats are marching forward and we are marching with them through the restructuring and reclaiming of our societal levels of power and control everywhere. Be proud that you are witnessing and living and being a part of the greatest military operation that has ever been undertaken in the history of the world. So that's very encouraging again. He always ends on a very positive note. So yeah, lots of things are happening. We might not see it on the surface, although we're seeing more and more of it on the surface now. We're seeing the deep state panicking and doing absolutely everything they possibly can to get rid of Donald Trump. And it's failing miserably. I'm just going to cover some quick updates on those um, two reports Uh, This is from a site that I've only just uh, subscribed to, starshipearththebigpicture.com. 
And this is from yesterday. And he talks about uh, various things in the news. France is on fire. There are millions of people joining the protests against the pension legislation the Macron government is trying to push on the people. And the firefighters have stood down and joined with the people in the demonstrations. And a tweet from Bernie's tweets. France, the firefighters follow the police and begin to stand down, choosing to stand up with the people instead. Macron is isolated. The people are united. And that refers to the fact that I think it was yesterday or the day before the French police actually took their helmets off and joined the protesters. So definitely Macron's in big trouble. And Benny Johnson The sum of all fears for globalist technocrats is happening right now in France. The French firefighters and riot police have now joined the protesters to stand against tyrant World Economic Forum Muppet Emmanuel Macron. Globalists on life support coming to your city soon. MED, (laughs) and if you don't know what that means, it it means S-H-I-T in French. I've heard 9 million, 1 million, 1.3 million. Does it really matter? The revolution is raging in France and our hearts go out to the brave patriots who are fighting for their lives against tyranny and corruption. Hold the line. We are with you. And Chuck Colesto on Twitter, Justin Some reports now indicating almost 9 million people joined France's week-long protest last night. Is France overthrowing its government? The incendiary motions of the common folk in France sent ripples into the United Kingdom. State pension age plan shelved as life expectancy falls. The government is preparing to shelve a planned rise in the state pension age as a decline in life expectancy leaves ministers struggling to justify the change. Jeremy Hunt is preparing to delay a decision on when to increase the state pension age to 68, the Telegraph understands. And the comment on that is propaganda. This is a lie. The plans to raise the pension age have been shelved because of France. The government is terrified civil unrest will spread to Britain. We are still at the tut phase, but it's coming and they fear it. And then there's a meme of uh, Trump. I'm giving you your country back and half of you don't know it yet. The sideshow around Trump's imminent arrest or in some camps surrender, not, is pulling in even those who never paid any attention to politics. We hear the deep state called on Trump to surrender of his own volition. Why would he do that? He, was, he has always told Americans never to surrender, never to go down without a fight, to stand for your rights and what you believe in. He committed no crime, so why would he surrender? Stormy horse-faced Daniels has retracted in writing any claims that she was involved in a sexual relationship with Donald Trump. The desperate deep state hasn't a leg to stand on. The whole thing is a pathetic sham and a purely political stunt to take the attention off the despicable crimes of the Biden regime, the Clintons, Fauci and Co., Big Pharma, the collapsing bankster system, the human trafficking, the adrenochrome harvesting in children and everything else the globalists are going down for. And I just want to interject a comment here. This is one of the precedents that I was referring to in the title, that if he could be arrested, then any other previous president or high official could be arrested. So Obama and Biden and all the other ones. The other thing is I'm seeing a lot of exposure of the adrenochrome and child trafficking satanic sacrifice come up on Twitter. And one of the people involved is somebody called Dom Luca and another one is Ariel. And it's focusing, even bringing to the surface again, the frazzle drip video, which, of course, was a horrific one of involving Uh, Hillary Clinton and Huma Aberdeen. I won't go into the details of it because it really is um, 
absolutely horrific and was part of the insurance policy folder on the Wiener laptop that apparently made seasoned police officers throw up. And even Sidney Powell mentioned this in a presentation that she did. So it's good that this is coming to the surface. Um, how the normies will take all this is, remains to be seen, but it, it has to be revealed even in the depths of the nastiness and depravity that it is. Anyway, continuing this, as for the claims that there is a warrant for the arrest of Vladimir Putin, please, the psychopaths are accusing Putin of doing what they themselves have been doing. And he refers to a real raw news article, which, as you probably realize, I'm not a fan of that site. But anyway, um, Putin laughs at international arrest warrant. More evidence of the New World Order takedown is the collapse of their fiat central banking system. Multiple banks have gone down already, hide their insolvency or sustained a mysterious fire. They can't print enough money to save themselves now. The world is shutting them out and setting up human-friendly asset-backed systems for commerce and everything else we need. We don't want their deposit accounts, their service charges, the theft of our money to play in their casino every night, their credit cards or their digital currency. No more debt slaves, no more central bank. He then links to Michael Jaco's latest video, which gets into the mission underway to take the Kazarian Mafia down. The whole world that is awake knows what the U.S. Biden deep state military has done and is attempting to do, and the positive militaries are fighting against them. Mike brings a big picture summary of the most significant developments in the war and some expected scenarios based on his remote viewing abilities. So I did go and have a quick look at this uh, video and he talks about the deep state is about to be taken down. The deep state is trying to destroy the U.S., but millions of American citizens have weapons, obviously under the Second Amendment. Only 3% will fight, but, you know, that's usually the case. The information war is the first step of a revolution. The deep state is coming after us. They are desperate. With everything that is happening and has happened, the threat of war with Russia and China, the drone strike in Syria, train derailments, natural disasters, picking a fight with Iran, is Trump and the team about to come in, take over and deliver the 10 days of darkness? Well, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? So those are just some bits out of that uh, Michael Jaco video. And back to the article, Germany is targeted by the Nazi globalists for the now familiar mass immigration of Easterners we are seeing in most nations. And Germany celebrates its first Arabic language street sign. Unfortunately, we still have to deal with a lot of people in our personal sphere of influence who are dead asleep, brainwashed so badly that they are basically sleepwalking and we can't force them to wake up question and see what is unfolding in front of their eyes, despite what the mainstream media is telling them is reality. All we can do is continue to share the real science, the verified statistics, the advice of courageous doctors who actually honour their Hippocratic oath to do no harm and hope the coming explosive events reach deeply into the snoozer's psyches and give them a slap upside the head. It's impossible to protect everyone who has no clue they are prey and we can't prevent casualties. Each soul has a choice to either wake up or live their life in blissful reverie until something drastic happens, good or bad. The coming global economic crash has to break through to a large number of people, doesn't it? And finally, when it seems all hope is lost, the military will step in, send an EBS alert to all cell phones, televisions and radios and rouse the ninnies from their somnambulant state or something along those lines. At least that is our understanding of what is to come. We hear from a reliable source that the cavalry is on the way and something is about to shift big time. And we, the digital soldiers, will no longer be out here twisting in the wind with no one to back us up, our warnings falling on deaf ears. 
think of it, no more conspiracy theorists. Everything we have warned about has proven to be true, and we will be vindicated. Unfortunately, a lot of otherwise intelligent people will be feeling more than a little sheepish. So I'm just going to go a little deeper into this uh, possible indictment situation of Trump. And this is from Trending Politics, breaking bombshell document from Cohen's lawyer in 2018 blows up Manhattan DA's case. And this was published on the 22nd. And, of course, this case is, a, as, a, as I said, about uh, hush money supposedly paid by Trump to Stormy Daniels. A new bombshell document has been leaked in the potential Trump indictment. The letter from 2018 sent by Michael Cohen's lawyer to the Federal Election Commission shows that Cohen had used his own personal funds to pay adult film actress Stormy Daniels $130,000. The letter also stated that neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign were involved in the transaction and did not reimburse Cohen for the payment, either directly or indirectly. Michael Cohen's 2018 letter to the FEC regarding the payment to Stormy Daniels appears to contradict his sworn testimony to Congress a year later. In his testimony, Cohen stated under oath that Donald Trump instructed him to use his own personal funds obtained from a home equity line of credit to pay off the adult film actress with whom he had an affair. Cohen further testified that Trump made this request to avoid any potential negative impact on his campaign by ensuring that the payment couldn't be traced back to him. This discrepancy between the letter and Cohen's testimony raises questions about the legitimacy of his statements and the motivations behind them. The Federal Election Commission, FEC, is an independent regulatory agency of the United States federal government that is responsible for administering and enforcing campaign finance laws in federal elections. Its main mission is to disclose campaign finance information, enforce the provisions of the law, such as contribution limits and expenditure rules, and oversee the public funding of presidential elections. And Benny Johnson tweets, breaking new bombshell document destroys Manhattan's DA's case against Trump. 2018 letter from Michael Cohen's lawyer to the FEC declares Cohen used his own personal funds to pay Stormy Daniels. Trump camp, not party to transaction, did not reimburse Cohen for payment. It's over. The Daily Mail writes, after cancelling today's Wednesday's session, the grand jury has been asked to return at noon Thursday when prosecutors may present one more witness, a court official told DailyMail.com. The letter appears to be in direct conflict with Cohen's sworn testimony to Congress given a year later. Cohen said under oath that Trump asked me to pay off an adult film star with whom he had an affair and that Mr. Trump directed me to use my own personal funds from a home equity line of credit to avoid any money being traced back to him that could negatively impact his campaign. But in a February 8, 2018 letter to the Federal Election Commission, FEC, Cohen's attorney, Stephen Ryan, wrote, Mr. Cohen used his own personal funds and that neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Miss Clifford, which is Stormy Daniels' actual name, and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. The letter was written in response to an FEC probe launched after complaints of campaign finance violations lodged by Paul Ryan and the organisation Common Cause. And of course, we know Paul Ryan is a rhino. In a private transaction in 2016, before the US presidential election, Mr. Cohen used his own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Ms. Stephanie Clifford, Cohen's lawyer who worked at McDermott, Will and Emery, wrote, Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Ms. Clifford and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. 
So that's the end of that article. People are speculating that it was actually Cohen who had the affair with Stormy Daniels and he was the one paying her hush money. Well, we'll have to wait and see about that. And then as a follow-up, Trending Politics uh, writes, Justin, Donald Trump shares bombshell letter from Stormy Daniels from 2018. And this was um, published the 23rd. Former President Donald Trump shared a letter on Thursday from Stormy Daniels that dates back to 2018. In the letter, Daniels denies ever having an affair with Trump. The former president and 2024 hopeful also linked a TMZ article that reiterated her denial of ever having an affair. The article stated that she never had sexual relations with him and that she was not paid hush money. She also disputed the claim that the Wall Street Journal is overseas owned and reported on the alleged payment of $130,000. The letter Trump posted read... Official statement of Stormy Daniels, January 30th, 2018, to whom it may concern. Over the past weeks, I've been asked countless times to comment on reports of an alleged sexual relationship I had with Donald Trump many, many, many years ago. The fact of the matter is that each party to this alleged affair denied its existence in 2006, 2011, 2016, 2017, and now again in 2018. I am not denying this affair because I was paid hush money, as has been reported in overseas-owned tabloids. I'm denying this affair because it never happened. I will have no further comment on this matter. Please feel free to check me out on Instagram at the Stormy Daniels. Thank you, Stormy Daniels. And it's got an actual image of the letter concerned. Benny Johnson tweets, Never forget, in 2018, Stormy Daniels said she never had an affair with Trump. In fact, she said it was all made up to get money. Stormy lost her lawsuit against Trump, that's a defamation lawsuit, and was ordered to pay $300,000 for legal fees, and her creepy porn lawyer was sentenced to 14 years in prison. And he follows up with another tweet... And it's a screenshot of the CNBC interview. Um, Amid publicity tour, porn star Stormy Daniels denies having an affair with Trump. And that was January 31st, 2018. So the whole thing is falling apart. And got another interesting article I just want to share with you as well. And this, again, is from Trending Politics. Uh, This was from yesterday, actually. Michael Avenetti tweets desperate warning from prison, says unseen evidence will heavily favour Trump. Michael Avenetti, former attorney for Stormy Daniels, recently suggested that former President Donald Trump may hold valuable evidence that could work in his favour if he is indicted. Avenatti issued a cautionary tweet from prison stating that undisclosed evidence related to the hush money scandal has yet to be revealed and could be detrimental to the prosecution's case. Avenatti claimed that if Trump is actually indicted, relying solely on the testimony of Michael Cohen and Stormy Daniels to build a case against the former president would be insufficient. There are many critical facts and pieces of evidence, texts, emails, etc., related to the hush money scandal that have yet to see the light of day, Avenatti said, and they will unfortunately be very damaging to the prosecution if Trump stands trial. At this point, you simply can't build a case on the testimony of Cohen and Daniels. Avenatti gained public attention for representing adult film actress Stormy Daniels, who claimed to have had an affair with Trump. Avenatti has been convicted of several federal crimes, including attempted extortion, wire fraud and tax evasion, and is currently serving a sentence in federal prison. He also commented on Trump's present lawyer, Joe Takapina, stating that Takapina is a significantly more competent legal counsel than the various semi-famous attorneys Trump has been associated with. Takapina is a prominent American criminal defense attorney known for his aggressive and strategic approach to defending his clients. 
He has represented a number of high-profile clients, including celebrities, politicians and professional athletes. Avenatti also suggested that Cohen, who has been cooperating with federal prosecutors and providing damaging testimony against Trump, would be a terrible witness and that Takapina would destroy him on the stand. Avenatti wrote, Attorney Joe Takapina is no Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell. The guy knows his way around a criminal courtroom. He will destroy Michael, dumb as a box of rocks, Cohen on the stand, especially seeing as Cohen publicly lied for 15 months and now won't stop talking on TV. Hashtag terrible witness. Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were both lawyers who were part of Trump's legal team during his efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Giuliani is a former mayor of New York City and has been involved in numerous high-profile legal cases, while Powell is a former federal prosecutor. Avenatti's comments suggest that there may be undisclosed evidence related to the hush money scandal that could potentially work in Trump's favour if he is indicted or faces trial. The indictment was put on pause earlier this week and should resume sometime next week. If an indictment is carried out, Trump may have a more competent legal team than in the past with Takapina at his side. Just another couple of things related to these attempts to prosecute Trump. Uh, Envolve reports Antifa and leftist activists caught posing as Trump supporters during Manhattan protests. So obviously trying to create another January 6th with violent protests. Says Antifa members and leftist activists were discovered infiltrating the protests in Manhattan while posing as fake Trump supporters. It ain't going to work. As I said earlier, you know, Trump people aren't stupid. They know when they're setting, trying to set them up. And the other thing is related to this other grand jury. And Gateway Pundit reports just in, Obama-appointed judge rejects claims of executive privilege, orders Trump aides to testify before grand jury. And this is another of these precedents that, Trump wants to set so he can use it against the deep state. They're falling into the trap of doing everything he wants them to do, not realizing it's going to boomerang on them. And this was from March 24th, yesterday. A federal judge rejected Trump's claims of executive privilege and ordered the former president's aides to testify before a grand jury investigating Trump's efforts to challenge the 2020 election. According to a leak, ABC News, Jack Smith subpoenaed Trump aides to testify and turn over documents in the latest special counsel witch hunt. Judge Beryl Howell, an Obama appointee, ordered Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, to testify in special counsel Jack Smith's probe. Former Trump aides Nick Luna and John McEntee, along with former top DHS official Ken Cuccinelli, were also included in the order, the sources said. Now, the question that's been raised, I think X-22 raised this, is why are they going after him for the 2020 election when this guy, Jack Smith, was made special counsel, I think, to look into the documents that were seized from Mar-a-Lago, nothing to do with the election. So really overstepping the mark. And the other quick thing I want to mention is a report by twitchy.com. Julie Kelly's thread about how dirty the DOJ has actually been with Proud Boys trial, damning, must read. And Julie Kelly has been relentless in covering the many January 6 defendants that our mainstream media would rather just disappear because they know if and when the reality of these cases actually comes out, the narrative about the insurrection and overthrowing the government will fall apart. As we've seen from the recently released January 6 footage, there was much more going on that day than the January 6 committee wanted us to know about. This, though, is the worst thing we've seen yet. And it's got Julie Kelly doing a Twitter thread on this. Breaking news. Just when you think DOJ can't get any dirtier, 
New motion just filed by defence in Proud Boys trial accusing DOJ of using an FBI informant to spy on and infiltrate the defence team. So I haven't got time to finish that because I'm at the end of the show, but the DOJ is being more and more exposed as being weaponized against the opposition party, let's say. So that's all I have time for. I hope you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. Thank you to Nancy Hopkins for producing and to Derek Convert for sponsoring Cosmic Reality Radio. So until next time, stay well, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw, updating current reality, a production of CosmicReality.com.